Straight up Tennessee family, your boy is back. Doing a little quick show today. Not even a quick show, man. We're going to have some fun. We're going to do a full show. But I say quick show because I don't have my uh, my mic and everything set up the correct way. So I'm using my old mic. Hope it still sounds good. But today, man, it's going to be a fire show. Very excited. We are into our new crib. As you can tell, I have nothing on the walls. I have nothing up. But I had to get on here, man, because there's so much happening right now, bro, in the life of Tennessee. Tennessee basketball goes to North Carolina last week, lays an egg in the first half. And then we see the team that we knew. We know it, we know what kind of team we have, but they didn't show up until the second half. And so it cost us, uh, man, even looking forward now, Tennessee football wise, what what happened in the college football playoff? Oh, y'all, what actually happened? With that specific, like that was mind blowing to me. But if it's any other team than Alabama, they don't get in. But because it's Bama, they get in. But also, man, we're going to dive into, man, we're heading to the Cheez It Bowl. We're going to the Citrus Bowl right there in Orlando, Florida. Very excited to talk about that against the Iowa Hawkeyes. Transfer portal opens today. We've got four guys in um, as of Monday. Um, this is Tuesday for y'all uh, who's listening, but um, we got four guys in as of Monday. And then who are our tar- top targets? We've already extended an offer to uh, a great tight end. And then who else is coming in? Who's committing? Is Where is Jordan Seaton going to land? You already know what it is, man. It's your boy Ruck in the building. Welcome. Welcome to Straight Up Tennessee Bay. B. Oh, this just feels good to be back. I love y'all. Let's go. What up, what up, everybody, man? Welcome today to Straight Up Tennessee. Happy Tuesday, man, to everybody out there listening right now, tapping in with us. Y'all know what to do, man. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit that bell notification, man, right now so you never miss an episode. We still climbing to that 900 subs, man. Let's get it before the end of basketball season. Let's get it, man. Let's get it after the cheese it Citrus Bowl. Let's get it after that. Let's get 900, man. I would love to be at 1,000 before football season starts next year. Um, that's a big goal. Uh, of the straight up Tennessee family is to get to that 1k mark because man all the hard work all the effort uh it, it it is showing off already but that would just let me know that what we're doing is working and we're going to continue to work and get better and better and better man what's up hope everybody on apple and spotify you having a great tuesday as well go ahead man rate this thing five stars let the people know why they need to be tapping in and listening to the boys over here at straight up Tennessee. It's just your boy Ruck today, man. And I'm diving in. Uh, I, I ran through the whole show flow, Tennessee and North Carolina transfer portal opens, man, the cheese it bowl, the citrus bowl down there in Orlando. Let's just dive in man. let's talk about Tennessee and North Carolina from last week. 
wasn't happy. You know, we come out the way we did and lay an egg like that. We just don't do that. Like, we haven't seen this year's team do that. And, you know, even against Purdue, yes, we shot the ball bad. Even against Kansas, yes, we didn't shoot the ball well. We still didn't get tapped. You know what I'm saying? What happened in that game against North Carolina is unacceptable. Like, DK is literally all we need to run our offense through. I think now we have seen how prolific of a scorer he is. Give him the ball and let's run the offense through him. Let's stop letting Santi run the O. Let's stop run, letting Zakai. The only other person that needs to run the offense is Jamon Meshack. He's been great in his minutes at the one. In my opinion, I think he's been the best one guard other than when the offense flows through DK. Zakai's just not, he's not back, y'all. He ain't, he's back in the flesh, but playing wise, he's not in playing shape, man. And whoever says that they think he is, something is wrong with you because he's not ready and he's playing and he's not playing horrendously, but he's not the Zakai Ziegler that we remember and that we know for being explosive with the basketball, not turning the basketball over, running the offense smoothly, that none of that is happening right now. And I get it. You got to play out of your rustiness. But in big games, do you have to play out of your rustiness? Like, shouldn't we be playing the guys that need to be on the floor? That's just me. Y'all take that how you want to, but that's just me. I, I, I mean... That's me. So you go back and you look at the tape. I went back and watched a little bit of the game. I'm not upset with the shot selection from Jordan Ganey. I know a lot of people were kind of frustrated that Ganey has been taking a lot more shots as of recently, but he's a shooter, man. And the sh- no playing basketball my whole life, I played with a lot of great shooters. Um, I was a pretty great, a pretty good shooter myself. But I, I never shot as many as uh, of attempts because of my position. Um, but playing with a lot of shooters, they need to shoot the basketball to gain confidence. Jordan Ganey, not only can he shoot the basketball very well, but he can do it off the dribble. He can do it off the screen. He don't. He can go without the ball. And we've seen him consistently knock down jumpers. Right? We've seen Michigan State. We saw um, early in the year. Uh, We saw what he was able to do. There's no coincidence that he can shoot the basketball. Has he been streaky? Yes. Can that be cleaned up? Yes. And I think that you're going to see him emerge and continue to be uh, that number two, number three guy that we look to. The the biggest surprise for me um, is the year that Josiah James is having right now. He he is making himself – uh, he's making a name for himself to get to that next level in the NFL, in the NFL, Lord have mercy, in the NBA. You know, last year he came back, he went to the draft process, did the whole process, and, you know, they said some of the same things that we thought about Josiah. Great body, strong, can do, a, do it all, but just wasn't in a place where he could have made a roster in the NBA. Now you're seeing a little bit more slimmer Josiah, faster, still maintained the strength, and now he's shooting the ball lights out. He had 20 last week at North Carolina. Obviously, DK has 37. 
those two guys are, are one-two punch right now. Santiago Vescovi, he's not playing well. And, and so you just look at all of the options that we have on the floor. At some point, it's going to turn around. It's a brand new team. These guys got to figure it out. And they will figure it out. But they have time. We played seven games, y'all. We cannot get all riled up because of seven games and three losses. In those three losses, you played number one, you played number two, and you played number 17. Should we have lost last week? No, because if you come out like you did in the second half, you don't lose last week to North Carolina. You don't lose. You win that game 100%. But that's not what happened. We struggled. We fought back. We showed character. We showed toughness. We showed who we are. And it just wasn't enough because we got too far behind early. This team turns to a game tonight, man, on Tuesday night against George Mason back at TBA. Uh, I will never call TBA the Food City Center. So TBA is TBA. And so that's going to be a fun one. I think getting the opportunity to get back on your home floor is always great, especially after a loss because Dalton Connect gets hurt last week. He's day-to-day. In my opinion, I'm not playing Dalton Connect until January 6th when we open up SEC play with Ole Miss. We don't need – I mean, listen, I know we probably want DK to play against Illinois Saturday. I can see that. I get that. But tonight, nah, we're good. He, he, don't, he don't need to play tonight. I, I'm good with him not playing, so – um, here's kind of where my head is too right now with everything cheese it bowl football we're coming up to that here in just a second but with everything with this foot with this basketball roster it's good it's very good can we put everything together for a strand of games not just like oh man they did great this game like we need we need a a run here where we are the best team on the floor no matter who we're playing. Can that happen? Absolutely. And I think that it will. It's just win. And hopefully this month of December is win. I think we've only got six games this month, and then, you know, it's full force from there. So, um, man, let's flip the script, y'all, to football. Tennessee uh, ends the college football playoff at number 21, and they are going to Orlando, Florida to play in the Citrus Bowl against the Iowa Hawkeyes. I feel like you, if you're Tennessee, you couldn't have asked for a better matchup. You're playing against a team that cannot score. <laughs> and then they're playing against a team that all, all they love to do is score. Tennessee opens up as a, fra- a favorite as well already. I believe Tennessee is still a seven-point favorite. Um, you know, and the beautiful thing about the cheese, the the citrus bowl is that it is a new year's day game. You love to play in the new year. It just does something to your confidence. You like, man, it's 2024. You set off the year, right? Uh, Tennessee played Iowa, uh, back in Jacksonville in 2014. I don't know if y'all remember that. We absolutely dog stomped them. Uh, I think that final was 45, 28. They just. They didn't have enough, man. They, they, and I feel like it's going to happen again with this year. Um, I, I, looking at Iowa, right? They got shut out <laughs> in the Big Ten Championship. They lost 26 to zero. 
They've lost to Penn State, Minnesota, and Michigan. I'm just letting that simmer because this team is not very good. And, yes, they won 10 games or whatever, nine games, however many games it is, 10 and three, yeah, 10 games because they played in the conference championship. They're not good, and Tennessee needs to go out and handle business. Now, here's my question. Does Joe Milton opt out? Does Nico get the go? What do y'all think? Does Joe opt out of this game because, you know, he wants to get ready for the draft, not get injured, blah, blah, blah? Or does he play in this game? Because if he does not, I'm interested, man. I'm going to be tapped in to see Nico Iamaliaba take the field in the freaking Citrus Bowl. That would be special. Now, looking more at the Citrus Bowl, Iowa themselves is ranked 130th out of 133 teams in scoring offense averaging 16.6 points a game. That looks good for Tennessee, guys. We've struggled to stop people this back half of the year. Can we put together enough stops and score points off of our opportunities? That is how Tennessee is going to beat the brakes off of Iowa. Get the stop because they can't score. And then you go do it. You go score. Because if you go score, they can't keep up. Because Iowa just does not play that way. So, excited, man. We'll talk more about the Citrus Bowl as things get closer. But um, kind of how I want to turn the show into is talking more about uh, the transfer portal, man, and all of the guys that we currently have in the portal who else could we expect? There's some guys out there right now. Um, the, the biggest guy right now that Tennessee has already targeted and already sent an offer and already scheduled an official official visit is Justin Jolly, who is the uh, the six foot three tight end from UConn who came and played at in in, in Neyland Stadium actually this year. Um, he had 74 catches in two years for almost a thousand yards, man, like. That's a guy you need on your roster. We got one scholarship tied in on the roster. That is Ethan Davis, who has not played, hasn't touched the field. That would be massive. That's what we need the most is a guy like him. But let's talk about the portal. Who do we have in the portal? Well, we knew last week Warren Burrell put his name there in the portal. It opened officially today. Mo Clipper Jr., who was a, a offensive lineman, um, who just never got clock, um, never got an opportunity. And then obviously one of the guys who I'm not surprised, but I I just didn't know if it did happen. I didn't know when, but that's Brandon Turnage, who is a redshirt senior. He entered the portal. Um, you know, he transferred to Tennessee from Alabama. I think that was in 2020. Turnage um, – just didn't have the year I think that he thought he was going to have. And, uh, you know, he had opportunity. He just he just wasn't he, – he, he wasn't the same turnage that I think we all were accustomed to seeing. And with that comes 
new guys, new blood who are playing great, and you get passed up. It's kind of the same thing with Warren Burrell. He got passed up, man. Like, there's nobody that could tell me if Warren Burrell does not get hurt last year. There's nobody in the entire world that could tell me he wouldn't have started for Tennessee this year had he not gotten hurt. That's just how we've been. We like to play the veterans. We like to play the vets. And Warren Burrell was that and uh, got hurt and got passed up. He got passed up. So um, the last guy is a freshman who I'm kind of not shocked by it, but it did kind of say like, huh? Jack Luttrell is the last one as of Monday who has entered his name into the portal. Now, he was one of the biggest leads recruits for the class of 23. He was recruiting guys to come to Tennessee with him. And now he's transitioning out, which lets me know that there are guys that are getting passed up. And, you know, Ricky Gibson, he's going to make noise next year. John Slaughter, Jordan Matthews, Christian Conyer. These guys are going to make plays, y'all. And you're seeing it because these other guys like Latrell are getting passed up. And you hate to see it, but it's just what it is. And so um, one thing that I am very interested in is there's a big talk going around that Juice Wells is going to enter the portal. Okay. All I'm hearing is that Juice Wells is going to enter and not only is he not only that he's going to, but he did. As of Sunday, he entered the transfer portal. Man. How do you get Juice Wells to Knoxville? How do you get Juice Wells to Knoxville? But if y'all don't know who Juice Wells is, that is the wide receiver from South Carolina. Who's a dog, man? Juice Wells is a dog. How do we get Juice Wells? How can we get Juice Wells to Knoxville? You need Justin Jolly. Walter Nolan enters his name into the transfer portal. Do you take a chance on bringing Walt back to Knoxville? Knowing what he brings, the baggage, all of that. Do you still take that chance and say, bro, whatever, come on. It's going to get interesting here in the next few weeks. Um, I, I feel as if Tennessee's in a good spot and relationally with a lot of teams and a lot of players, I think we're going to be able to get some guys that we may not have thought would come to Tennessee, but now because of what we've done, what Josh Heupel has built relationship-wise, what the coaching staff has done relationally, um, we're going to be able to get some guys, and we always do. You get Dante Thornton last year who just tragically, man, goes down on his first touchdown as of all. He's returning, but you're going to get more guys, man. What what happens with this 23, 24 class? Does Jordan Seaton commit? Sorry, y'all. Does Jordan Seaton come to Tennessee too? He's the hottest ticket, I think, right now as far as recruits and commits, as far as young guys. I, I feel like Jordan Seaton 
which he said it his, himself is that he's looking for community and real relationships. And that is what Tennessee does the best, I think. I think that is where Tennessee shines. And if we indeed land Seton, it will be because of that. Point blank, period. Where do we think he's going? I don't know. I'm not hearing anything. Bama's still on good terms. There's a lot of teams still on good terms with him. Florida's still an option. Oregon's an option. Tennessee. Where does Jordan Seaton go? Um, looking more at some guys who are in the portal. We've offered Marley Cook, who was a defensive lineman there um, from Middle Tennessee. Obviously, I told you about Justin Jolly and then uh, Remington Strickland, who's an offensive lineman from Texas A&M. Uh, guy was a four star in 2021, so he's still got years to play. Can we get him? We've already offered him as well. So it, I'm excited, man, to see what we do in the portal. I think this year more than any year is important to make the right moves, not not just good move, um, but the right moves. And I think that we're going to do that. I think that we're going to be strategic. Josh Heupel is going to do what they do and the staff is going to do what they do. And then we're going to be able to reap the benefits in 24 with a new offensive court. Uh, when I say offensive coordinator, but with a new offense with Nico Iamaliava leading it, you saw this year the offense took a step back. You get the new and improved new offense, get Nico in the football game, and let's see what happens. Let's see what he can do. I hope, again, Joe opts out and we get an opportunity to see Nico in the Citrus Bowl because I think that if he goes out there and performs at a high level, it is going to place so much hope on Tennessee. It's going to place really some confidence, too, because we, we think that we know Nico's a, a boy. But we don't truly know how good he is until we see him play 60 minutes. And uh, we might get that opportunity. And so we'll find out more in the coming weeks. But, yeah, guys, Tennessee got a big basketball game tonight. We'll still be talking more recruiting, transfer portal, all of these things. Um, Y'all know what to do, man. Like, comment, subscribe, hit that bell notification right now. Join the channel. Low is 99 cents, man. You don't even know. Uh, Apple and Spotify, man. I appreciate you guys so much for what you do and how you continue to listen. Uh, share this thing out, man. Share this podcast to whoever loves the same thing as us. That's all things Tennessee, man, from the Vols to the Grizzlies. I told y'all I'm not talking about the Titans or the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, I can't talk about till 12 gets back and he be back in two weeks. So we're going to start talking Grizz. And then I'm not talking about the Titans until they completely just revamp their entire team. They're terrible. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Too many good pieces to suck so bad. So that's kind of where I'm at, man. So excited, man. Thankful to be back. Uh, we're going to start getting back on a good little schedule here. Obviously, football season is winding down. So we move into two shows a week. That will be uh, Tuesday. And then we'll be uh, back on Friday. There may be some nights, uh, maybe Tuesdays or whatever, man. We might pop on live, have a good time together. Uh, but, man, we're going to be switching up our schedule as basketball season arises and they play a million games a week. Um <laughs> <laughs> and football kind of winds down. I'll be trying to do some quick videos as well on the transfer portal, things that are happening in the in the life of Tennessee football um, as the entire offseason emerges. So thank you all so much, man. Like, comment, subscribe. I will be back 
Friday, man, with a Chop It Up Friday episode to recap Tennessee's basketball victory, better be victory, uh, tonight over George Mason and get us ready for the Illinois Fighting Illini. Y'all have a great Tuesday. I love y'all. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's straight up Tennessee Bay. We'll see you Friday.